Welcome to Average Joe's Gaming Podcast. Tonight's episode is a triple threat match between Joe the Hammer, Tom the Mustache, and Ray Cashman. Let's get ready to rumble! Hi, I'm Joe. Hey, I'm Tom. And I'm Ray. All right, so we're with we're with Ray today, and you've got an amazing new card game that is on Kickstarter right now. Yes, I do. And let's let's get this clear first. It's Ray Cashman. That's me. Your game designer. That's correct. The game's on Kickstarter, and what is it called? It's called Power Slam Wrestling Card Game because uh, we need to tell people it was a wrestling card game. <laughs> there you go. It's important to include that kind of thing in the title. <laughs> so now we know it's a card game. And I would assume then the theme, wrestling? Am I guessing correctly? Uh, you are correct. Yeah, you, you're wise and doing great. I am really proud of myself. <laughs> you really went on a limb on that one, didn't you? I did. I did. <laughs> All right. So I, I watched your video. I watched your your cool commercials on Kickstarter, <laughs> which I absolutely love. They were like retro commercials for me. So. I will I will also tell you this about your commercials is that they led us in a direction that we took <laughs> afterwards. Thank you. <laughs> um when we saw some of the some of the people in the commercials. Yes. We had to kind of go down a lane. So we went on an Instagram stalking binge. Yeah, and there was a particular <laughs> lane that we went down. And I'm going to give you, let's see, there were four people in that in that one. I'll give you one guess as to who we followed real closely on that. I'm, I'm going to do uh, um, who wants to be a millionaire. I'm going to narrow. The, I'm going to narrow the field down to two. So I reckon it's either going to be Nikki or or be Kingsley. There's an obvious answer. Um, two two, two red blooded males like yourself. I, I'm I'm going to go the adventurous one. I'm going to go Nikki. Yeah. Well, okay. That okay. Yes, we did a little bit. <laughs> Tom more than I. A little bit. We went down that line because again, I'm divorced and been divorced for twenty. And years. I'm married and <laughs> would like to stay that way. Of course. But then we had to go down the other line because man, that was freaking hilarious. I'm just telling you right now, he was funny. So <laughs> the my favorite picture, um, <laughs> which who was it? No, he's a. What's it? What's his name again? Uh, who Who were the four people? There was uh, um, Nikki Nikki Van Blair. So, uh, you've got Nikki Van Blair, who was your favorite. Um, we have Reese Angel, who's a relative newcomer to the pro wrestling Australia scene. Uh, we have um, Jude the Dude London, who is a tag team specialist. Yes, <laughs> yeah, that is the road we went down. Quite honestly, he was hilarious. <laughs> Yeah, so we had a lot of fun with that. And we had Kingsley, who um, who will bring the tea to each conversation. Yep, she's very attractive. <laughs> now, we were very lucky to, to find Nikki. Yeah, she's very attractive, don't get me wrong, but that guy was very funny. He was, he was very funny. And the whole gang was pretty good. So, so you, you obviously, you have uh, wrestlers that are backing you on, on your card game, which is awesome. And uh, you have the board game community. You have several podcasts out there and interviews as well. 
Yeah, uh, we um, we're really fortunate with um, just finding the the wrestlers. Uh, I was lucky enough to work with a girl whose brother is Nikki, and she said Nikki will be great for the project. And uh, yeah, like you know, they've been really really supportive and really sweet and giving us their time and shout outs. And the board game community um, in general is um, super supportive as well. It's just like a a big international family that. Uh, helps you and, and tries to to not make you fail too much as well. So we've been fortunate to engage both of those communities. That's awesome. So you you mentioned uh, before we started that you were the board gamer and uh, Seizure is your your partner, and he is the the wrestling fan. That's correct. Yeah. So how did you guys collaborate to make this game? Seizure is he he covers both. Um, he uh, board games and he wrestles as well. He, he's into wrestling as well. So he came at it and said, let's create a, a wrestling board game. And I was like, okay, how do we break it down? We came up with the the moves and, uh, you know, I, I was inspired by, I guess, you know, magic and sort of set building games. So we, we approached it from that mechanic. We had our little moves, moved them forward um, and then came up with um, the the pin mechanic as well because it lends itself to to that sort of interaction, that yelling and you know slapping the table and pinning someone too. Yeah, I really liked that element where you really don't have any control. That's at random. It's your cards you're pulling. So you might do great, and then you might pull pull that no right off the bat. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I think that's very true to the wrestling game. Um, and then who did the artwork for you, for your cards? Uh, are you having a throwback to our videos at all, or are you genuinely asking that question? <laughs> yeah, I, a little bit. <laughs> well, both. I, I really loved him in the videos. <laughs> but who was your artist? Why don't you tell our listeners? <laughs> um, so we're actually um, three comedians who who know each other from the Sydney comedy scene, and, and Pete is our um, lead artist. We, we've given him a, an important title because he's very important to the project. Um, so Pete does a character uh, on the Sydney community scene called um, Big Barry, who's a, a bit of a exaggeration from what you see in the video. So we're like, just tone it down a little bit, be a little bit dumber, and let, let's see how we go with that. <laughs> um, yeah, you, you get the uh, the genius that is Pete, Peter Gleason doing all our art. I really liked it. That was very funny. Yeah, that was another good funny thing. So, okay, so this brings me to a question for you. Um, you guys obviously are not in the United States. You're in Australia, I assume. That's correct. I heard that you're going to do an Australian accent at some point as well. I I think what you heard was I promised I was not going to do an Australian <laughs> accent. Oh. Joe, on the other hand, did not promise anything. It's, it's so strange how the audio flips down under. <laughs> Okay, See, but- I absolutely love Paul Hogan. I think he is a national treasure for Australia. So <laughs> huge fan. Oh yeah, no, don't get me wrong. I'm I'm a big fan of Australia, but I'm very afraid when I've got somebody who's actually from the country who will listen to me and go, <laughs> just shut up. That sounds like American <laughs> doing a crappy Australian. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> because you know, you do the stereotypical you know, the, okay, I'm going to do it. You're going to do the good day, Mike, and put a shrimp on the barbie. Bloody beautiful. No, that was wonderful. That was wonderful. And it's like, well, that's what all we all say that. 
It was horrible. It was horrible. I'm sorry. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now I feel like now I feel like I have to do the rest of the interview with that accent. <laughs> but I'm afraid they won't be able to tell you and I apart. Oh wow. <laughs> <laughs> well, they'll be able to tell you apart. No, no, they'll say Tom's a funny one. Like Tom, Tom's a funny Australian right now. The other guy, not much. Shock. Yeah. <laughs> Tom's the one that sounds like an American trying to do an Australian accent. You can tell him apart easy. <laughs> uh, um, I hijacked your question. Sorry. So that's okay. You guys are from Australia. Okay. Did you? The three of you, you and Seizure and Paul is his name, the artist, right? Uh, Peter. Peter, I'm sorry. Did you guys know each other previous to designing this game? Uh, yeah, yeah. We've known each other for 13 years now. Um, so we all started at horrible open mic um, comedy nights um, on the Sydney comedy scene uh, 13 years ago. Um, and we've gigged together. We've produced shows together. Um, so it's, uh, happened that we started playing board games and card games together and here we are with, um, a Kickstarter launch. Very nice. Is that what you guys do for your actual job is, are you professional comedians or do you do other things besides, uh, board game designing and comic comedy? (laughs) Well, um, I, I'm actually a travel agent, so I've picked two really, really great industries for current times right now because both of them are kicking goals. <laughs> um, Pete um, does work in design um, and he does comedy as a, as a side thing. And um, Seizure, yeah, is a, is a full-time comedian. Um, he has a little bit of a following on the Sydney scene. Um, he produces shows. He does tour internationally. So he was based in LA for, for 12 months back in 2015 as well. So, yeah, he, he's got a little bit of a following. Very nice. What city are you guys in in Australia? Uh, we're in Sydney. Are you asking him? He lives there. <laughs> uh, you have to head a little further south to go to Canberra. <laughs> <laughs> I barely remember the capital of South Dakota, and I've lived here all my life. So Wow. <laughs> but I know how to pronounce it when I do remember. <laughs> uh, here, South Dakota is beautiful as well. Yeah, we're... Yeah, it is. It's right in the middle of the country. Yes, we're the uh, state with the giant heads on the mountain. Gotcha. Yeah, I, I couldn't remember if it was north or south. We're south. We're the we're the cool we're the cool Dakota. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um. So yeah, in, in response to your question, Canberra is is our capital. It's about three hours down the highway. Yep i I do remember that. Now that you say it, at least I'm pretending I remember it. Of course, yeah. No, it's fine. You, you can build a Power Slam and Ray Cashman trivia um, podcast as well and take out these little sound bites as your answers. That's what we'll do. <laughs> yeah. All right. Why don't, you, why don't you tell us about your game a little bit? <laughs> Power Slam is a wrestling card game, plays in about 20 minutes, um, and it's best for two to four people. Uh, the aim of the game is to um, eliminate your opponents and be the Power Slam champion, and you do that through using the pin deck. So you do the the one, two, three, and you kick them out of the ring. Uh, You use a number of moves like strikes, grapples, throws, uh, and also special moves to to damage your opponent. And, yeah, when when they're in the the right position, well, then you can go for the pin. You can win the whole thing. Okay. Um, So I'm I'm a wrestling fan. 
Uh, have you thought of any like expansions, such as like a uh, ladder match or or adding um, maybe cards that have like a table or a chair or something like that in there? Sure, it's a it's a good question. Uh, we have thought about it. Um, we're very simple people. Like uh, as I said, we're comedians, so <laughs> we we just do what's in front of us. So uh, part of the the expansion game is to see how this goes first of all. We didn't really want to be disingenuous and keep on adding things on um, as, a, as a cynical money grab or anything like that as well. So we were pretty happy that we had a, a clean and enjoyable product in Power Slam. And if there is need for it, well, then, yeah, we have thought about ladder matches and cage matches and and maybe even building a narrative around a couple of the, the characters and um, you know, having uh, championship matches or little, you know, miniatures and, and things like that later on as well. Um, good question about the the chairs and tables and things like that. Um, there might be a special inclusion under the box, um, may, may, may or not be, um, that you can pull out uh, later on. So you'll have to wait till you get your copy. Okay. Okay. Now, um, you are obviously on Kickstarter right now, so you're live. Uh what is the funding goal for your game? Uh, our funding goal is uh, 16,000 specific pesos. I think that comes in at about 11 odd thousand US dollars. Woo. Okay. I like the pesos though better. I think. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think the conversion rate might be a little better for US people to go to pesos. Okay. So <laughs> how close are you guys to funding right now? Uh, we are two thirds in, so this is day four, I think. So yeah, we're at sixty six percent. So we just wow. t- ticked over to ten and a half thousand dollars. Yeah, it's been a really great process as well. Um, I I remember when we hit launch, um, you know, five days ago, four days ago, whenever it was. Uh, it was just that you know. We, Caesar and I looked at each other as like, have we done the right thing? And you just sit there in that vacuum. I, I'm sure that you probably would have felt that when you launched the podcast as well. It's like, who, who's going to engage with this? Who's bo- going to bother listening to me or who's going to bother reading anything that I put out there? So yeah, it, was, it was pretty gut churning, but yeah, it, it's been really, really um, humbling so far as well. Have you done other games besides this one? Uh, yeah, this is the first project that we've created. So your your stretch goals, those are all hidden goals. Is that what you're explaining? Like you may or may not have some extra cards hidden in there if you reach those? Yeah, that's correct. We've we've been working with our manufacturers and we've been working with Pete to to get some content out there. So if we do get backed, well then there may be some special little presents as Kickstarter exclusives as well. So uh yeah, it would be, it'd be good to see them to come to to fruition. Okay. Now I had uh, <laughs> I backed the championship deck. Do you want to tell the listeners a little bit about the? Thank you for that as well. Yeah, my pleasure. <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. So, uh, but do you want to tell the listeners a little bit about the different uh, levels of the pledges? You, you're testing me now, but yes, I, I definitely will. Um, we have, um, I think, eight different pledge levels, so or maybe nine because I added a retail one as well. Um, so. Um, I'll, I'll skip. Oh, yeah, actually, no. Just just in case if there are some game retailers out there, this is this is this one's straight for you, okay? Because I'll I'll do my promotional job properly. Um, <laughs> the, the retailer pledge 
is our first pledge level. So that's the dollar. Um, that just shows us that you're a bricks and mortar retailer and we can work on a, a distribution um, and uh, sort of cheaper than normal deal for you. Um, our second one is at $2. Um, and these are all Australian because I'm not smart enough to do the conversion right now. Um, so $2 um, and that one is a little thank you note from us saying thank you for pledging with the project and we'll put some um, new and unique art in that one as well. Uh, we have a $10 postcard which we'll post to you. Um, we can write whatever you want on it or we can just leave it blank. Um, but we just put that in as a mid-level pledge. Again, so you've got a little bit of Kickstarter memorabilia to, to put in your pool room. Uh, we had the early bird pledge, which um, sold out just like an early bird pledge should do. So we're pretty happy with that. That was at $35. We have the regular um, level, which is um, the, the game itself at $40. Uh, we have the Hall of Fame, which is um, something cool that Seizure came up with. He doesn't come, have many ideas, but he did come up with this one. Uh, and this was um, $65. Um, you get the game and you also get a shout out in the um, instruction manual. Each pledge level after this also includes that shout-out as well. So uh, we move to the championship de deck, which is where all the, the heavy hitters are. Um, so the championship deck is two copies of the game. Uh, one of them is signed. We'll write whatever you want on it, um, and uh, we'll send that out to you. And as I mentioned earlier, you, you get your name in the instruction booklet as well as a part of the Hall of Fame. Uh, and then we have um, our two um, art uh, reward levels as well. So there's the um, choke me, slam me, thrill me one, which is um, you get to be in part of the art as um, one of the um, wrestlers who are in a, a choke or a wrestle hold at that point. And then we've got the I want a ref um, pledge level, which is at $750, and you can become one of the, the referee cards, which currently are just blanks. Um, they're, they're ticks or crosses. So we thought that we'd add a little bit more of a dynamic feel to it and allow people to back that. And we've got one backer for, for both of the choke me, slam me, thrill me levels and also the ref level right now. And then that's all the pledges. Yes. I uh, actually am a very big fan of playing or uh, pledging those levels. Um, so they're still on the table for me, but I, I feel like my wife might kill me. <laughs> Mike. <laughs> uh how many days left do you have on your kickstarter uh 24 wow so you could probably blow through all the little stretch goals <laughs> hopefully like um we with, with a little help from our friends out there over in south dakota yeah we we possibly could <laughs> <laughs> yeah everyone in south dakota needs to back this game and then <laughs> I was actually going to mention one of the reasons we're interviewing you is because we want to build our 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 listenership in Australia, and that's the other reason I wasn't going to do the Australian accent was because I don't and want to turn them off. And I've lost them now, including the person yeah. we're interviewing. Okay, awesome. <laughs> so, so you'll probably see uh, like you know subscriber numbers peak, and then about the ten minute mark, they all drop off. Yep. <laughs> hoping that doesn't happen, but hey, I I chose my bed to lie in. You did. Uh, so why don't you tell our listeners how they can find you besides Kickstarter? You're on Instagram. Uh, anywhere else? Uh, yeah, we're 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 on all the socials. So we're on um, 
Facebook and Instagram is Power Slam Card Game. So punch that in. Or actually, um, you could go to our website, which is powerslamgame.com. So again, for, for those those writing it down or I, I don't know, they're, they're tattooing it on their loved one because they don't have a pen and paper, um, that's powerslamgame.com. And that, that links to all our socials. So do you have anything else to add about uh, your game or anything else that you do? Oh, uh, I, I I can tell you a little bit a bit about the the game. It's um it, it's it's funny um it's funny watching people play or you know try to to conceptualize something that you've had in your head for three years. Um, we we took it to um, a friend's place last night, so it's still small gatherings over in Australia. We we can't have more than ten people at a time, so we we are COVID safe over here. Um, and we uh, yeah. Most of my friends at the, the the trivia night that we had last night had already backed the the game, so they asked if they could have a have a go at it. And yeah, it's it's really interesting watching people, um, you know, deal with the mechanics that you've had, you know, locked down for so long, um, and then you can also pinpoint that that sort of moment where it drops and it clicks with them, and they're all over it, and like just just seeing that joy kick in, like you know it. it kind of um kind of validates the whole process and experience for you so uh that was pretty cool um and we found as well that uh it, it was a fairly wide range of people last night um you had uh one of my mates pete who's well into um pop culture one of my friends um she is a bit of a princess so i would never ever picture her playing um, a wrestling card game at all um but yeah she, she loved it so yeah, I think that we've got a game like, you know, people may sort of be turned off by the the theme of wrestling, but I think that we've got a game that plays fast, that's fun, and also caters for everyone as well. I actually think the theme of wrestling will be pretty popular. Have you ever been to America and seen some of our stuff that we do here with that? <laughs> I haven't had the chance to catch a, a wrestling match or anything like that, unfortunately, but have been to the States, yeah. <laughs> we have... We have movie stars that used to be wrestlers. <laughs> I mean, that's weird to me. <laughs> Where else, though? Huh? But, and this was the comment I made, and no, and no offense to anybody who's your friend who's a wrestler, but wrestlers do make very good actors because they can follow a script. At least I think they can. I do think they're athletes. Don't get me wrong. I do think they're athletes, but I think they're also very, very good actors. Of course. If you have a chance to check out um, Jude's Instagram, so that's Jude the Dude London, uh, he has a clip of him doing a backflip off a three-story balcony into a crowd. Holy smokes. Um, so, you know, th- that's the sort of athleticism that you're talking about. It's it's, it's unbelievable. So I'll, <laughs> I'll send you the link later on, but it's amazing. Oh yeah, well, I was checking his Instagram out. We were was... watching we were watching video of the flamboyant fellow uh wrestling. <laughs> and man, that guy that guy is really athletic. I mean, his Yep. So was the guy he was wrestling with because it was one move where he slammed a guy what it looked like he was doing was slamming the guy's face right on the floor. And if you watch it slow enough, you see that the guy who he was slamming on the floor is good enough to keep his face off the floor, but it looked exactly like it hit the floor. And that's amazing to me that those guys can do that kind of thing. Yeah, sure. It's fun to watch. There's no doubt about it. 
And I enjoyed his pink pants and flamingo <laughs> shirt. Well, yeah, that was cool. <laughs> it's, it's funny you should mention it because we were sending photos back to my mother-in-law um, and her only comment was, oh, my goodness, tell him to put on a coat. He'll get cold. <laughs> <laughs> he, he looks like he very much enjoys what he does. Uh, he's wonderful. No, it's uh, It was a lot of fun watching those videos. It's, so far, it looks like the game is going to be a lot of fun. Kind of looking forward to seeing it come out. Um, I I have a moratorium on backing stuff on Facebook right now, but I am kind of considering this one. Well, I added an extra copy to my championship <laughs> pledge, so. <laughs> so this is why I don't have to do Facebook anymore. I can get my friends to do it <laughs> with with friends like those, huh? <laughs> yeah, or the other option, like I said, I have I have a retail. We have a retail store here in our in our hometown, and they have gone to trying to do the retail pledges on Kickstarter. So when you mentioned that, I literally, as we were talking, was meant, uh, messaging her and telling her, here's this game coming from Australia that's on Kickstarter. They have a retail level. Oh, fantastic. So she's going to look into it. So we'll see what happens with that. Oh, wonderful. Amazing. Thank you. So you said, and I, I guess I've gotten, so you. this is the first game you've designed, correct? That's correct, yeah. Okay. You look, you see anything in the future that you might be looking into for other themes or like maybe a comedy club theme or. um, (laughs) The the, the comedy club theme uh, that that could be a lot of fun. Um, (laughs) Haven't even thought about it. Uh, What, what, what what mechanics would you try to pair with it? Probably like a, a social deduction, like who's going to die next or something like that. Yeah, that that could be a way to go with it. I was thinking a deck builder and who gets the crappy jokes, who gets the good the good jokes. It'd give you an opportunity to write a lot of jokes you could throw onto cards. <laughs> oh, fantastic. Oh, absolutely. Um you you're assuming that I write a lot of jokes though. Well, maybe they just come to you spontaneously and you can and record see, them. I would go with probably a worker placement game and you're trying to fill up the club. Oh my goodness. That's a good idea. Yeah. Or some kind of theme where you're trying to be a comedian and not a waiter. Yeah, sure. Now, the, I reckon the the worker placement one. You you, you might be onto something there. <laughs> See, there you go. I just helped him out a just, lot more than you did with your crappy idea. <laughs> All we ask is five percent of the proceeds for for giving you the idea. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and oh, it can be paid four. Okay, four percent. Yeah. It can be if it's four. It's, it's Australian dollars. You know what? He he doesn't make any of the decisions. So free and and just put Joe in your game. <laughs> Oh, 100%. Um, but in a serious answer to the question. Oh, great. We're going to get 100%, Joe. Did you hear that? <laughs> no, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, quite all right. Um, in, in a serious answer to your question, uh, Seizure has a couple of game ideas. I think that he had a, a party game which was going to try to blend, um, you know, those, those social games like Cards Against Humanity. And he's also going to try to to add a, a social deduction element into it. So I'm interested to see how that goes. Um, I had an idea to try to do um, uh, something light around, um, yeah, just making toast. Um, you, you see, you know, games about tea and, and things like that. Like I, I think that there might be something something in um, cooking the, the right slice of toast or the toasting the perfect slice of toast anyway. So I'll, I'll keep on writing notes about that. Yeah. But you have to include Marmite if you're going to do toast. 
Oh, where, where Vegemite? You, you're on, on the other side of the pond for Marmite. Oh, Vegemite. I'm sorry. Yeah, you're right. Vegemite is what I was thinking of. Wow. I just, just way to yeah. just insult him. I mean, come yeah, on. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll send you a... Um, I'll send you a 500, oh, sorry, I'll send you a pound jar um, just to, to show you that I'm not that offended as well, okay? Or you could just give him the chair. <laughs> <laughs> Covered in Vegemite. I have I've never tasted, never tasted Vegemite. <laughs> I've heard stories. Um, See, so Vegemite is not inherently evil. It's just the application of it. So um, someone knew, like, something that, that Aussies like doing to people is giving them a jar of Vegemite and just saying, go at it. And because people think it's a, you know, a, a breakfast spread, they'll just grab a dollop of it and chuck it all over. That's not the way that we eat it. So um, you, you need to just put down a, a little thin spread of butter and then just a thin smattering of Vegemite on the top, and that's the way you eat it. Well, it's good to remember when we see that pound jar show up. Because <laughs> I will try it. I'll try it. I don't know if I'm going to like it, but I'll try it if you do that. Just dip your hand in it and yeah, eat just- a fistful. <laughs> That's horrible. <laughs> trying to think of an equivalent we could send back to you that would be just as awful, but not sure there is anything. Oh, fantastic. Uh, haven't Americans been sending horrible stuff worldwide for years? Yeah, that's a good point you make right there. And we keep on buying it as well. I'll send you a picture of Tom, and that's that's about as cheap as I can get. And he's crying a little bit right little now because I just gave him the chair. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> oh, too funny. All right, so <laughs> do you have anything else for, for Ray? I think we've got it covered. I think this is going to be a fun game to see come to fruition. I'm looking forward to this. Yeah. When, so if you guys fund... When are you planning on on sending it to production and and hopefully having it in the backers' hands? Uh, we've put um, November as our fulfillment, um, so we've got our manufacturer all lined up. Um, it depends on the stretch goals, but we've sent them the concepts that we want to to work with as well. So they've said that they can turn everything around within a, a two to three week period. I think that the potential risks will be. Um, what's happening around the world right now. So the pandemic um, and getting things into a fulfillment system in time um, and probably uh, ironing out prototypes and um, final copies and making sure that there's no printing errors or anything like that as well. So um, I did factor about four weeks into it. Um, So from when the project ends to when we should start getting things out, uh, yeah, like I've, I've been told that, Maybe I'm being a little bit optimistic and I should possibly push it back to December as well. Um, but we're hoping to have um, Power Slam in people's hands um, by Christmas at the absolute latest. Okay. Are you, is your manufacturer local there in Australia or do you send out to China or which would basically be local anyway? <laughs> it's, it's, it's only eight hours north, isn't it? So it's, it's pretty close. <laughs> um, <laughs> So, uh, yeah, we, we've had to um, reach out to China. I really wanted to try to keep um, the projects local, uh, but just with uh, manufacturing production and also just people knowing what we were talking about, um, it was very difficult. So uh, my thing was that if communication was there and it was going to be a little bit more expensive, I, w- I would probably see it through. 
but uh, locally the communication was terrible and um, communication worked in China. So they knew what I was talking about. They were fast to respond. Um, they asked questions that I hadn't thought of. Um, so, yeah, they, they were on top of the process and it, it left me confident um, dealing with them that this product and project would be fulfilled. Well, and, and quite honestly, I think they've gotten things back on order there as well. And, you know, compared to when this all first started with the pandemic, a lot of Kickstarter companies are now pretty confident in the fact, or people that are on Kickstarter are pretty confident in the fact that their product from China is going to ship over pretty decently now again. All right. So I have a question for you, and it's not board game related. Please. Um, so I am a huge fan of Paul Hogan. How do you feel about him? I think he's great. Uh, I think that uh, he was what was needed um, for for the time. Um, and he, he does encapsulate a lot of what is um, what what we value as Australians as well. He uh, captures larrikinism. Um, he's laconic. Uh, he doesn't take himself too seriously. Um, he's larger than life. Um, I, I understand as well that people he, he is quite polarizing, um, but if you go back into the seventies um, and eighties and watch you know the Paul Hogan show, um, like you know some of that stuff is just unbelievable. Like you'd never be able to get a, away with that now. Um, I, I think that yeah, he was necessary for pushing our cultural identity forward, um, and. At least, at least he creates a debate. Like at least he gave us an identity. I think that we've been struggling for, for someone to to be larger than life on on an international sta- stage for a while. Um, so yeah, like I, I think ultimately he's great. Okay, so now, what is your favorite Paul Hogan movie? I I would say I, I went and saw Crocodile Dundee when I was four <laughs> with my mother and my sister. Uh, I don't remember a lot of it, um, except for the knife part, <laughs> but I do remember that my sister ran off, uh, at the end of the movie and ran onto the stage and, um, yeah, <laughs> just made an ass of herself in front of everyone. So, <laughs> <laughs> wow. All right. So that's your only one you've seen. Oh, uh, well, isn't, isn't there the, the wonderful follow-up Crocodile Dundee 2? Well, and then there's three, and then he did uh, Almost an Angel and Lightning Jack. Wow, you are a bigger fan than I realized of Paul Hogan. <laughs> Lightning Jack was my jump-off point, but I, I did see um, Crocodile Dundee 1 and 2. I don't think I saw three. I didn't realize there was a three, actually. So so there you go. That That's my learning from this morning. It yep. was okay. It was uh, Crocodile Dundee Goes to Los Angeles, I believe it was. Yep. See, this is like the Die Hard movies. There were maybe two good Die Hard movies, and then he made way too many of them. Oh, you know, that brings up a great No, point. we're not going to get into Ray, that argument again. Oh, God. How do you feel about <laughs> Die Hard being a Christmas movie or not a Christmas movie? Um, it's, it's 100% a Christmas movie. Oh, oh, thank you. You are now my favorite Australian. I used to love Australia, and now... It's a, that's a Christmas movie. Oh, well. I was going to visit. I was coming. <laughs> <laughs> I, I had to flip a coin there you okay. flipped correctly sir joe, joe like talk, i reckon you'd agree with me though like it it's um you, you watch it at christmas you watch it with the family um it's about a guy trying to reconnect with his family at the the most special time of year for a lot of us um and he kills a lot of terrorists so perfect 
Yeah, that's the most Christmassy part to me. The killing of the terrorists, because that used to be a family tradition when I was young, and we've gotten away from it. You'd wrap presents, you'd put them under the tree, you'd go out and kill terrorists. <laughs> I remember now. We'd live in a safer world if um, everyone followed those values, yeah. <laughs> Here's the problem. My definition of a terrorist back in those days was a little different than it is now. It was maybe a little more random. I don't know. Wow. <laughs> you you went far but off the deep end there. Go to a tall building, find a guy, just shove him off it. That's, that's how that would work. Usually Nakatomi Plaza. And yell out, Merry Christmas, as he fell. Yes. <laughs> so, Ray, uh, you, you can't see this, but he's crying right now because you you obviously agreed with me. And if I could hug somebody uh, right now, I mean, I would come through the microphone and give you a hug because you said everything that I agree with. I, I feel those virtual hugs and love as well. Thank you, Joe. Okay, so I have one more question, not board game related, but you're such a gracious uh, guest that... Yes. So you have another, um, I guess, in my opinion, a famous actor from Australia. Okay. And that would be Hugh Jackman? Sure. So just just one. We've only managed to produce one other famous actor in, in all our time on the planet, but, you know. One every, <laughs> one every decade. <laughs> It doesn't decade. matter. <laughs> For me, they, they matter. Although so. George Lazenby, technically, that would have been your 60s guy. George Lazenby. Yep. Because wasn't he from Australia originally? Of course, yeah. Yep. Just just that one bond was enough to put him on the film. Well, yeah. he actually That's actually my very favorite James Bond movie, even though I like Sean Connery as James Bond better. But I love that movie. Yeah. It was the, it was the closest to the books, if you've ever read the books. I just read Casino Royale. Um, so my question with Hugh Jackman is, uh, are are you familiar with his movies? Um, yeah, yeah, I am. I'm more, more familiar with Hugh Jackman's films than, than Paul's, um, I hope. But now now you're making me doubt myself as well. <laughs> oh, it's all right. You, you redeemed yourself instantly when you said Die Hard was a Christmas movie. Thank you. But... Uh, what is your favorite uh, role for Hugh Jackman? Um, I'm I'm a bit of a dag. Uh, I, I didn't mind him in Les Mis, um, and a lot of people said that the singing uh, wasn't the best. But like, geez, they're also acting, and it was pretty much recorded live. So I I, I really enjoyed. Um, I enjoyed him in Les Mis, but um, yeah, Wolverine for me. It's like the the last one that he did with um oh was it uh Patrick Stewart and the, the kid um yeah. oh, Logan yes yes Logan yeah that was fantastic I gotta say that was the best uh Wolverine movie hands down in my opinion no, I I just so gritty so visceral like it just just really hit you like I loved it. Yes, he did. He did amazing with that, and I, I gotta agree with you on the Les Mis as well because I thought he was amazing in that. And I'm a guy that is not a big fan of musicals. Oh, fantastic! Wow, he was he was really the only reason why I went to that, and it did not let me down. Fantastic. Uh, are we like best friends now, Joe? Like, a- I think we are. I think you're getting there. I think we are best friends right right now. We'll we- just announce it. Are we? Are we pretty much the same person? Like, <laughs> like my goodness. <laughs> You and I, Ray, we have some work to do. You're you're exactly me on the opposite side of the world. <laughs> wow, you good looking, charming, gregarious, funny, amazing. 
I will take all of that. Uh, it, none of it's true on this side of the world, but I'll take all of it. <laughs> all right. So do you have any last shout outs for anybody that's in your board game community or anything that you want to say about your game? Um, I wanted to shout out um, just a couple of um, smaller developers as well. Um, there's a group um, out there called, oh, geez, you put me on the spot. <laughs> um, so... <laughs> Always do. I know, right? Um, so there's um, Silly Shapes, who are a local developer there in Melbourne. Um, they're about to launch in a month's time. Um, so it's a, a really fun um, hand-drafting game. Uh, it follows Crazy Eights, um, but you've also um, got sort of a, a Cards Against Humanity element in there where you read out the, the funny sayings on it. So that, that actually looks a lot of fun. Um, and, um, the guys at, um, loaded bases as well, they gave us a huge shout out, um, this morning. So returning the favor, um, this is a, a wordplay game. So what you do is, uh, you've got like a little baseball diamond and you throw down non secateurs and, uh, you create, uh, silly little sentences. Um, but you also have to, to turn over your hand and, and play cards in, in the right order as well. So that looks a lot of fun and they're pretty close to funding too. So um, yeah, the, the, the two that I want to give a shout out to silly shapes, if you get a chance and also loaded bases, loaded bases, that one I'll remember. I'm a big baseball guy. Yeah. It's actually a, it's a word game that isn't about baseball. So there you go. Well, but I mean, it involves baseball. If you, if you're calling it loaded bases, by God, there's baseball. <laughs> Very true. All right. So uh, that's it for us tonight. Um, I'm Joe. I'm Tom. I'm Ray. You have power. The power to save lives. The power to defeat illnesses. The power to use games for good. You can be a hero for local sick and injured kids through Extra Life, a 24-hour gaming marathon that supports a local Children's Miracle Network hospital in your community. Join 50,000 gamers from all across the world as we battle the enemy illnesses and injuries facing local kids. Play games! Heal kids! Find out more at extra-life.org. Thank you all for listening. Hey, follow us on Facebook at Average Joe's Gaming Podcast and the Average Joe's Gaming Podcast group. You can follow us on Instagram at Average Joe's Gaming and on Twitter at Hammerly Joseph. And you can stream a number of different videos on YouTube. You can also listen to our podcast on Google Play Music, Amazon Alexa and TuneIn, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Pocket Cast, Castbox, Castro, Podchaser, Pandora, and SGP Radio.